Praise God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Well, good morning, River Church. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Those joining for the first time, welcome to the River at Ottawa Church. We are so excited that you've joined us. Praise God. Get ready to receive from heaven today. Get ready to receive a word from the Lord as Pastor Brett is going to preach and teach from the Word of God, the Holy Bible. So get your Bible ready. Open your Bible. Open your heart to receive all that God has for you today. Receive from Him. Hallelujah. Faith comes by hearing. Hearing by the Word of God, the Bible says. So be filled up today with faith in Jesus' name. We're also going to have praise and worship. We're going to lift up the name of Jesus together. So get ready to sing praises to the Lord. We worship Him in spirit and truth. That is what our Lord Jesus wants. He wants our hearts. Hallelujah. We're also going to receive communion at the end of the service. So you can get your bread or your cracker and your juice ready. And we're going to take from the table of the Lord, we're going to receive from God. Get ready. Let's receive from the Lord. Let's worship the Lord right now. Let's give Him thanks. Let's give Him praise in Jesus' name. Right where you are, lift up your voice, lift up your hands, and let's begin to worship God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back. No turning back. I have decided. To follow Jesus I have decided To follow Jesus I have decided To follow Jesus No turning back No turning back The world behind me, the cross before me, the world behind me, the cross before me, the world behind me, the cross before me, no turning back, no turning back. Decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back, no turning back. Go with me, still I will follow. Though none go with me, still 
turning back I have decided to follow Jesus I have decided to follow Jesus I have decided to follow Jesus no turning back no turning back I have decided to follow Jesus I have decided to follow Jesus I have decided to follow Jesus no turning back No turning back Hallelujah Oh, I follow you, Lord Jesus I follow you You are so wonderful You are so awesome, Lord Jesus Come on, wherever you are, just lift your hands and Close your eyes and praise the Lord. Come on and thank Him. Come on and love Him. Oh, I love you, Lord Jesus. Karaboshi kini ni bosoko, kini ni bosoro bosi kini ni bosu. Hallelujah, 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 Hallelujah. Lord Jesus. Come on and praise Him, come on and praise Him, He's worthy. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, Katarabasha, Katarabasha, Oh, Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on and praise Him. Come on and magnify the Lord. Lift Him up. Bless His name. Hallelujah. Holy, holy, holy. Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. Come on and praise Him. Come on and open your mouth and give God the sacrifice of praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord Jesus, worthy, worthy, worthy. Lamb of God, Lord Jesus, King Jesus. Wonderful, wonderful, awesome, Lord. Oh, you're so good. You're so good. Holy Spirit, you're wonderful. You're awesome. You're good, Father. You're good. You're good, Lord Jesus. We praise you. We give you thanks. We give you all our hearts. 
We give you all our praise. We give you glory. You're awesome. You're wonderful. You're so good. Hallelujah. Katarabasha, katasha, katarabasha, kasha, katarabasha. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Praise God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Praise God. Oh, we bow before you, Lord. You're so awesome. You're so good. You're so, so wonderful. So good. So merciful, gracious, kind, loving. You are love. Oh, God, we thank you for loving us. We love you because you loved us first. And we praise you today. And we thank you today. And we serve you. And we worship you with all our hearts. We love you. We love you. We love you. We love you. Oh, Lord Jesus, you're so good. Heavenly Father, we, we cannot thank you enough. You've been so good to us, so kind. Oh, you're so awesome. And we thank you for the river at Ottawa Church. We thank you for this service. We thank you for every person that is joining in. And we pray, Father, take over and do whatever you want to do. Not our will, but your will be done, Father. We will do what you want us to do. We will say what you want us to say. We will go where you want us to go. We will be what you want us to be. Not our will but your will be done. Have your way today. Have your way with this service. We pray, confirm your word in the name of Jesus, that there be miracles, signs, wonders, healings. We pray that people be saved, healed, delivered, set free, made whole, made well, blessed, refreshed, restored, renewed, revived, empowered. We pray every person that joins in be touched by the presence of God. And we pray that as we hear your word, we would not be hearers only, but doers of your word in the name of Jesus. We give you all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise. Jesus' wonderful, awesome, holy, majestic name, the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Welcome to the River at Ottawa Church online service. I'm Pastor Brett Young, and we're going to preach the Word of God today. So we're going to open our Bibles in just a moment. And before I get into the message, I want to pray with you if you have not decided to follow the Lord Jesus Christ, if you're not saved, if you're not born again, or if you are backslidden, you've been saved before, but you've drifted away and you need to come back to the Lord. He loves you and he'll take you back. The Bible says that all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Everyone. The only person who never sinned was our Lord Jesus Christ. And that's why he went to the cross. He went to the cross for our sins. 
He died on the cross for our sins, and God raised Jesus from the dead. Jesus lives today. The Bible says that the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whoever believes in Him, puts their faith in Him, will not perish but have everlasting life. So put your faith in Him right now. The Bible says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God has raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. So we're going to pray in just a moment so that you can say out loud with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and so you can believe in your heart and get saved and receive the gift of God. It's a gift. You don't have to work for it. You don't have to go change your life first and then come follow Jesus. No, no, no. Follow Him right now. Decide to follow Him and receive the gift that God has for you and He will change you from the inside out. You can receive this gift right now. You can receive because the Bible says, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. You're a whosoever. So let's pray. If you're not saved, let's pray right now. Or if you've drifted away from the Lord, you're not serving God like you should, you want to come back to the Lord, you can also pray with me. Or if you're just not sure of your salvation, if you were to die right now, would you go to heaven? If you're not sure, you don't have assurance of salvation. So pray with me also. Just if you fit into one of those three categories, you're not saved and you want to get saved, or you have been saved but you're not right with God, you need to come back to the Lord, you want to come back to Him right now, or you're not sure that you're on your way to heaven. If you fit into those three categories, pray with me right now. Just shut out every distraction. Forget about everything else right now and lift up both hands to surrender to the Lord Jesus Christ. Now close your eyes and say this prayer with me out loud. You have to say it out loud. Repeat after me. Say this. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, I believe that you are the Son of God. I believe that you died on the cross. And I believe that God raised you from the dead. Lord Jesus, come into my heart right now. Forgive my sin. Wash me and cleanse me with your precious blood. I turn my back on sin. I turn my back on the world. And I choose to follow you, Lord Jesus. I confess with my mouth, Jesus is Lord. Jesus is my Lord. God is my Father. I am a child of God. Right now, I am saved. I'm born again. I'm forgiven. I have eternal life in heaven. Thank you, Lord Jesus, 
for saving me. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 My friend, if you said that prayer and you meant it in your heart, then God has heard you. And I tell you, your sins are forgiven you right now. Now follow the Lord Jesus with all your heart. And join us every Sunday. Don't miss out on church. And if you have a Bible, open it. Read it every day. If you don't have one, you can download one. There's Bible websites. It's all free. And we're going to preach the Word of God today. So stay with us. Don't go anywhere. And the Bible says that all of heaven is rejoicing. And we want to rejoice too. But the only way we're going to know that you said that prayer is if you let us know. So right now, put this in the comments. If you said that prayer today, not years ago, but today with us to make a decision to get saved or come back to the Lord or have assurance of salvation, then put this in the comments right now. Write this, Jesus is Lord. Put that in the comments. Jesus is Lord. And this way we can know that you said that prayer and you're also letting everyone else know, hey, I prayed that prayer. I'm saved. Jesus is my Lord. So I'm going to write it. Jesus is Lord. Put that in the comments. We can't wait to hear from you. Praise God. And just do that if you prayed with us today. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And that is so awesome. And we hope to meet you someday. Hallelujah. Praise God. So we're going to preach the Word of God today so we get hungry for the Word. And we're also going to worship the Lord with our tithes and offerings. So let's do that right now. The Bible says in Malachi chapter 3, verses 10 and 11, Bring all the tithes into the storehouse, that there may be food in my house. And try me now in this, says the Lord of hosts, if I will not open for you the windows of heaven and pour out for you such blessing, that there will not be room enough to receive it. And I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes, so that he will not destroy the fruit of your ground, nor shall the vine fail to bear fruit for you in the field, says the Lord of hosts. Amen. We bring our tithe to God's house, to the church. The tithe is the first 10% of all our increase. The first $10 out of every $100 goes to the church. The Bible says in Proverbs 3, verses 9 to 10, Honor the Lord with your possessions and with the first fruits of all your increase. So your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will overflow with new wine. Praise God. We also give offerings into the ministry. And the Bible calls it sowing seed or planting seed. 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 6 to 11. But this I say, he who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and he who sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. So let each one give as he purposes in his heart, not grudgingly or of necessity, for God loves a cheerful giver. And God is able to make all grace abound toward you, that you, always having all sufficiency in all things, may have an abundance for every good work. As it is written, He has dispersed abroad, He has given to the poor, His righteousness endures forever. Now may He who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food, 
Supply and multiply the seed you have sown, and increase the fruits of your righteousness, while you are enriched in everything for all liberality, which causes thanksgiving through us to God. When you give as you purpose in your heart, not grudgingly or of necessity, for God loves a cheerful giver. When you give, you are planting a seed, and God is able to make all grace abound toward you, that you, always having all sufficiency in all things, may have an abundance for every good work. God supplies you with seed to sow, with money. And as you sow it, as you give it, He multiplies the seed and He multiplies you. He increases you. You are a part of the ministry by giving into the ministry. And God rewards you for doing it. He enriches you so that you can give more. The more you have, the more you can give. So expect increase so that you can increase your giving. Luke 6.38, our Lord Jesus says, Give, and it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over, will be put into your bosom. For with the same measure that you use, it will be measured back to you. Give into the ministry and expect to increase. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the privilege and the honor we have to worship you with our tithes and our offerings, with our giving. We give to you today. We give to your kingdom. We sow into the ministry and we bring our tithes and we love you and you're so good and we thank you that you're faithful to your promise, to your word, and you will increase us. Hallelujah. You're so good. Thanks be to God for his indescribable gift. Praise God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Bless the gift and the giver today, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Receive our tithes and offerings as worship. We honor you with our hearts and with our giving. We honor you with our substance, with our finances. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Praise God. If you would like to Send in your tithes and offerings. There's several ways you can do that. And so if you want to get a pen, write it down. Or if you have another computer or another device than, from, than the one you're listening to this on, you can go ahead and do it right now. And uh, one way to send in your tithes and offerings is with email transfer, EMT. Send it to riverchurchottawa at gmail.com. RiverChurchOttawa at gmail.com. You can send in your tithes and offerings through e-transfer and go ahead and send that to worship the Lord. Another way to give is with credit card or with Visa debit card. And you can do that on our website. Just go to RiverOttawa.ca RiverOttawa.ca and there's the option to give with credit or debit card, and that will also go into the church bank account. All these methods go into the church bank account, and we are a registered charity with the Canada Revenue, so you can write it off on your taxes.
And there on our website, you'll also see our mailing address. So you can write out a check and send it in the mail if you'd like to do that. And then there's also the option to give with PayPal. And you don't even need a PayPal account. You can give through PayPal with all kinds of credit cards. Actually, more credit cards are available there and uh, more debit cards are accepted on that platform. So there's several different ways to give and it all goes into the ministry so you're a part of the ministry and you can write it off on your taxes but we're giving to worship God it's going to the things of God it's so awesome praise God praise the Lord so let's worship the Lord right now with our tithes and our offerings and then we're gonna open our Bibles go to the Word of God we're gonna preach the Word of God not man's opinion God's Word Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Today, I'm going to preach the Word of God on the church is supposed to gather together and worship God together. Romans chapter 13 tells us to be subject to the governing authorities. For there is no authority except from God, and the authorities that exist are appointed by God. However, in the book of Acts, the apostles were commanded by the governing authorities to not teach in the name of Jesus. But Peter and the other apostles answered and said, We ought to obey God rather than men. Acts 5.29 So, Rightly dividing the word, we must pay taxes. We must be subject to our governing authorities, the government. We must obey the law. But there is one exception. When obeying the law means disobeying God then we must obey God rather than men. We must obey God no matter what. To obey God is to do what His Word says to do. No matter who tells you to do anything else. Obey God. Obey His Word. Do exactly what the Word of God says to do. Nothing more, nothing less, nothing else. Will you obey the Word of God? Will you obey God no matter who tells you not to? Let's open our Bibles to Hebrews chapter 10. Hebrews chapter 10. And this is New Testament. So this is for us today. This is New Covenant for Christians today. This is for now. This is for you and me. Hebrews chapter 10 verses 23 to 25. Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering. For he who promised 
is faithful. And let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, as is the manner of some, but exhorting one another, and so much the more as you see the day approaching. The Amplified Bible Classic Edition says, not forsaking or neglecting to assemble together as believers, as is the habit of some people, but admonishing, warning, urging, and encouraging one another, and all the more faithfully as you see the day approaching. The word church means assembly, gathering. It does not mean watch online. Of course, there's people that cannot assemble with the church because they're in a nursing home or they're in jail. The Apostle Paul was in jail quite a few times. And some people live in an area where there is no church. So online church services and church TV broadcasts are a great blessing in those situations. But when people live in an area where there is a Holy Bible, Holy Spirit church, and those people are able to get up and go to the grocery store, then they are able to get up and go and assemble with the church and be a part of the church in person. And the Bible says to not forsake this. Do not neglect this. The church is supposed to assemble. We are supposed to have church in person. We are supposed to gather together and worship God together. If you don't agree with that, this is the Word of God. If you're trying to interpret it some other way, this is not the preacher to be listening to. Go put on something else. Go Zoom with somebody else. This is for people that believe this, that believe this scripture. We are supposed to gather together and worship God together. We're supposed to be doing that right now. Church is not supposed to be online only. It's not possible to do what the Bible says to do, lay hands, baptize in water, dedicate babies, greet each other with a heavenly kiss. It's not possible to do online. The church is supposed to gather together and worship together we're supposed to be doing it right now. Uh, Pastor Brett, um, are you forgetting that there's something spreading all over the whole world and we're supposed to stay home and do our part to slow the spread? The Bible says in Revelation 12 verse 9 that the devil, Satan, deceives the whole world. 
The whole world is deceived by the devil. That's what the Word of God says. The devil deceives the whole world. Everyone in the whole world is deceived by the devil. And the Bible says that if they come to know the truth, they will come to their senses and escape the snare, the trap of the devil, having been taken captive by him to do his will. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verses 25 to 26. Everyone in the whole world is taken captive by the devil to do his will. Humans have their own free will and make their own choices. So the devil is not controlling people unless they let him control them. But people are taken captive by the devil to do his will, which means people in the world are constantly trapped. They're deceived so they don't know that that's what's happening. Ephesians 2 verse 2 tells us that people are walking according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience. So they are going with the flow of humanity, the way of this world. Even, even when people believe that they're doing it their own way. They're doing their own thing. They're doing what they want to do and no one can tell them what to do. Even then, the devil has influenced them and affected their decisions without those people even knowing that it's happening. They're deceived by the devil. They don't know that they're deceived. The, de the, the Bible says, that the devil has blinded the minds of unbelievers. 2 Corinthians 4, verse 4. You can't see the truth when you're blind. Even if it's right in front of you, you can't see it. But now listen to this. 2 Corinthians 11, verse 3 says, As the serpent, the devil, deceived Eve by his craftiness, so your minds may be corrupted. Christians can be deceived. Verse 14 says, And no wonder, for Satan himself transforms himself into an angel of light. Christians can be deceived by the devil. It doesn't mean that you're not a Christian. It doesn't mean that you're worshiping the devil. No, it, it just means that you're deceived in some area. And so your thinking in that area is not right. And therefore your action in that area is not right. And you don't know that it's not right. You think that it is right. Oh, no, 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 N not me, Pastor Brett. I've been a Christian for 50 years. It doesn't matter how long you've been a Christian. The Bible says to us, to Christians, to not give place to the devil. 
The Bible also says to not be ignorant of the devil's devices or he will take advantage of you. Even if you're a wonderful Christian, you can be deceived. I don't want to be deceived by the devil. And I know you don't want to either. So, how do we make sure that we are not being deceived? In John chapter 8, our Lord Jesus says, If you abide in my word, if you continually live in my word, then you are my disciples indeed. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. So the only way to not be deceived is to know the truth. We have to know the truth. If we don't know the truth about something, we are deceived in that area. It doesn't mean our whole lives are not right. It's just that area that we don't know the truth. We're deceived. And this is guaranteed. There's no way around it. Only knowing the truth will set us free. Hosea 4, verse 6, My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Lack of knowledge of the truth. If you don't have knowledge of the truth, you are deceived. And it will lead to destruction because you are thinking that you're doing the right thing, but you're actually doing the wrong thing. You're going in the wrong way. None of us want to be deceived by the devil, but our Lord Jesus said in Matthew 24, verse 4, to take heed that no one deceives you. People can deceive you. If they couldn't deceive you because you're a Christian, then our Lord Jesus would not have warned us that they could. People can deceive you. That's why our Lord Jesus warned us. He said, take heed that no one deceives you. 2 Timothy 3, verse 13, But evil men and impostors will grow worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. The only thing that can set them free is the truth. They are deceived, and if you listen to them, you will be deceived. Faith comes by hearing God's Word. Faith comes by hearing the Word. Deception comes by hearing the world. Psalm 1, verse 1, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel, of the ungodly. How do I know if someone's ungodly and I shouldn't listen to them? It's pretty easy. If they believe that it's okay to kill babies, they are ungodly. Don't believe a word they say and don't listen to a word they say. You will know the truth and the truth will make you free. So I'm just going to say the truth. This whole thing of staying home, 
and banning church gatherings to help stop the spread. It's all a scam. It's deception. It's not the truth. What? Pastor Brett, you don't really think it's not real, do you? I did not say it's not real. It is real. And so is Ebola. And H1N1 is also real, but the church still assembled. The church still gathered during those. I'm telling you that the response to this thing in Canada is way, way, way overdone. It's unnecessary. It's ridiculous. And it's all deception. But Pastor Brett, the positive tests are rising. It is spreading. The Bible says in Colossians 2, verse 4, Now this I say, lest anyone should deceive you with persuasive words. Verse 6, As you therefore have received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him, rooted and built up in him and established in the faith, as you have been taught, abounding in it with thanksgiving. Anything that stops you from believing the Word of God, anything that hinders it, it's deception. It's persuasive words to deceive you. Verse 8, Beware lest anyone cheat you through philosophy and empty deceit according to the tradition of men, according to the basic principles of the world, and not according to Christ. Verse 4 said, Now this I say, lest anyone should deceive you with persuasive words. Deception with persuasive words. Positive tests are rising. It's spreading. It's because of church gatherings. We need to ban all that and we need to all stay home. Stay home, it could save lives. If there is a secret, illegal church gathering, please don't go. If you go, you'll die. But if you don't die, you'll be spreading it to everyone else and they will die. If you love them, you'll stay home. That is deception with persuasive words. When you know the truth, you won't be deceived. So here's the truth, and this is all verifiable, you can look it up. The population of Earth is more than 7.5 billion people, 
And according to Facebook, so it's got to be true because Facebook fact-checked it. If you click on the information center for this thing on Facebook that you didn't have to ask for, it just showed up on everybody's Facebook. If you click on there, you'll see that there are less than 2 million deaths in the whole world. As of January 10th, less than 2 million, which is less than 0.03% of the population. 0.03. That's way, way, way less than 1%. It's not even half of 1%. It's 0.03%. I'm not making light of people dying. When it's your family or your friend, it doesn't matter what the percentages are. But let me ask you, how many of your family and friends have died of this thing? Not, not how many tested positive, not even how many got it and got sick, because people got sick before this. How many people do you know personally have died with this? Then, out of those people, how many of those people were healthy? They were under the age of 70, and they were totally fine. They weren't on any medications. They had no health problems, but all of a sudden, they got it, and they died. And it was because they went to church. Less than 2 million worldwide have died. Let's look at a different communicable disease, a spreadable disease. In the year 2019, according to the World Health Organization, I'm not making this up, this is from the WHO, lower respiratory infection, the world's most deadly communicable disease claimed more than 2 million lives in one year. In fact, it was 2.6 million lives in one year, 2019. That's more people than this thing, but the church did not shut down in 2019. Nothing shut down. And it was more people. But this thing is different. This is the most terrible thing ever. Really? This thing is so bad that you should get tested to see if you have it because you could have it and not even know it. Even if you're not sick, you could be making everyone else sick. Deception with persuasive words well, if staying home saves one life, it's worth it and I'm going to do it. You're deceived. You're not saving lives. You can study something called herd immunity if you really want to save lives. Herd immunity. Also, most of the deaths were elderly people in nursing homes 
or people that had other illnesses and their immune system was weak. And even if you never came near them, they were going to die anyway. This is part of the deception. Almost two million people have died. What's the average age? It's mostly elderly people. And those that were not elderly were people that already had other conditions, people with weak immune systems. So really what we need is not to stay home, it's to have knowledge of how to get healthy, how to have a healthy immune system. This is why very few children have died from this. Children have healthy immune systems. You don't need a needle. You need to have a healthy immune system. Well, Pastor Brett, you're not a doctor and you can't prove any of this. Have you looked at Sweden? The nation of Sweden did not lock down like so many other nations, and their death rate is low. It's called herd immunity. Let me ask you, do you see homeless people that don't wash their hands and they don't do anything we've been told to do? All of these precautions, they don't do any of it, yet do you see them lying dead in the streets? Do you notice that Amish people don't have a problem with this? Maybe it's because they don't have TV and the internet, so no one has deceived them in this area. Let me ask you something. Did grocery stores shut down? This thing is so deadly that we have to close everything except essential services, and everyone must stay home. And then everyone went to the grocery store at the same time. Everyone went to the grocery store and the beer store. The day that the grocery store cannot open because half their employees are sick and in bed is the day that this is not a scam. As long as Walmart is open, it's a scam. It's deception. Even if you did get this thing, you will most likely recover. That's, I'm not making that up. That's actually from the World Health Organization. That's a fact. It's on the Facebook Information Center for this thing. Click on there, look at the facts, you'll see most people recover from it. The people that don't recover from this are people with weak immune systems unhealthy people that would die from other illnesses. This is a scam. But Pastor Brett, why? Why would people do this scam? Some of them are deceived, and so they don't know what to do. But most of the people responsible for this know exactly what they're doing. They have found a way to control people. 
through the fear and the panic of this thing. By using deceptive, persuasive words, they are controlling people. Ultimately, it's the devil using this thing. It's the devil trying to gain control of all government, one world government, all finance, no one can buy or sell without the mark of the beast, and all religion. He wants everyone to worship him. The devil is trying to shut down the church. And the Bible says to resist him. Not follow the rules, not cooperate. Resist him. Anything or anyone that tells you something contrary to this, resist. It's a devil behind it. There is no reason to not have church in person, gatherings right now. Did you know that there are churches all over the world meeting right now, gathering in large groups with no stupid distancing, no voice mufflings, no hand and sanitizer. And they did this all last year. They didn't close and they didn't die. Some churches closed for 15 days to slow the spread, but after they realized it was a scam, they opened back up. And some churches never closed and they never died. I know what I'm talking about. I have friends that are pastors all over the world. They did not close. You won't see this on TV because they don't want you to know. But Pastor Brett, you closed the river at Ottawa Church. No, I didn't. We had service the first Sunday of the shutdown back in March, and we were going to keep having service, but we did not own a building at the time, and we were renting hotel meeting rooms, and they shut the meetings down. We did not have a choice. We did not own the property. So, Pastor Brett, are you saying that if you had a building right now, you would have church gatherings with people in a building? Yes. But, but what if you, what if, what, what if it's a scam? It's deception. What if I told you that we have been having services underground in people's houses? I'm sharing these things because I believe the Spirit of God is leading me to share these things because if we got a building this week or next week, would you come and gather with the church and worship God together? Would you come? Would you come be a part? If you keep listening to the news and reading the news, 
You're going to be deceived and you will be in fear. Psalm 1, verse 1 to 3. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. You must choose either the counsel of the ungodly or the counsel of the godly. The same people that tell you to stay away from church gatherings also tell you to kill babies. Choose. The church is supposed to assemble. We are supposed to have church in person. We are supposed to gather together and worship God together. We're supposed to be doing this right now. We must obey God. We are supposed to be doing this right now. We must obey God rather than men. We must obey God no matter what. To obey God is to do what His Word says to do, no matter who tells you to do anything else. Obey God. Obey His Word. Do exactly what His Word says to do. Nothing more, nothing less, nothing else. Will you obey the Word of God, no matter who tells you to do something else? Will you obey God? Father, we love you. We worship you. You're so good. You're so awesome. And Father, your Word tells us to gather together, to have church, to worship you together, and we want to obey you. And we ask you in the name of Jesus, make a way for us to come together. And we thank you that as we do, since you're for us, who could be against us? We thank you that as we come together, you're with us. And Lord, we do it to honor you for one reason, one reason alone, to worship you that the name of Jesus be glorified. Make a way for us, we ask in Jesus' name. We pray, Father, for all of us that we would be not just hearers of the Word, but doers of Your Word in the name of Jesus. Your perfect will be done. No matter who in the world says it can't be done, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Hallelujah. We're going to have the greatest revival that has ever hit the earth. People are going to hear the gospel. They're going to get saved. People are going to be healed. People are going to be delivered. People are going to be set free. And then, 
the end will come. But not yet. The end is not yet. Hallelujah. I want to be a part of it, don't you? Canada will be saved. Praise God. Amen. If you have a building in Ottawa where we can have church services, please contact us. Amen. If you have a place in Ottawa where we can have church services, please contact us. Are you with us? If you're with us, me and Pastor Stephanie, my wife, my daughter Abby, the River at Ottawa Church, if you're a part and if you're with us, put it in the comments right now and say, I'm with you. Put that in the comments. I'm with you. I am with you. Let us know that you're with us. I am with you. Put that in the comments. We'd appreciate that. We love you. And uh, let's go to the table of the Lord. Let's receive communion. Here's Pastor Stephanie to lead us in that. In Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. We're going to receive communion. So go ahead and get your bread or your cracker and your juice ready. And we're going to take from the table of the Lord today. We're going to receive. Amen. We're going to be filled up with faith. Everything we do is by faith. When we receive communion, we receive it by faith. That what Jesus, what our Lord Jesus said in His Word, He will do it. He will complete it in the name of Jesus. So praise God, we receive communion. This is all about our Lord Jesus. This sets us apart from religions. This is a relationship. Communion. Jesus said to do this often. Do this as often as you take the bread or your cracker in remembrance that His body was broken for us, that our bodies would be made whole, everything that was wrong would be made right, and then the juice represents His blood, His blood that was shed for us. Hallelujah! He said to do this in remembrance. Hallelujah! That He redeemed us from the curse of the law. Hallelujah! That He would wipe away every sin as we repent and come to Him. He did it on the cross. It's finished. It's the gift of salvation. Hallelujah. So praise God, we're going to take the bread or the cracker and the juice in remembrance, all that He has done on the cross for us. Praise God, because He is the Word. He is the living Word and it's power. Amen. So when we do this, we don't uh, worry about uh, the things of the world because you are in Christ. When you take this communion, you remember that the blood of Jesus covers you, that you're walking, hallelujah, in the new covenant of all His promises available to you. Hallelujah. And when you take this, let it become alive and real. Let Jesus walk up and down your heart. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. He is alive. And we take this communion to remember what He's done and His resurrection, His power, hallelujah, and Him living on the inside of you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So we're going to receive the bread in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Take this by faith that you receive healing in your body and complete wholeness. 
Hallelujah. Let's receive together now in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank Him. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I am made whole. Thank you, Lord, for your body. Hallelujah. And let's receive the cup, the juice, which represents his blood. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. And if you believe that, then you don't walk by fear. You walk by faith. Hallelujah. So praise God, we've received that communion, the precious uh, body of Christ, the precious blood of Christ, the holy communion sets us apart from the world. Amen. And every day we remind ourselves what had Jesus has done for us. Hallelujah. And then He's alive inside of us. So wherever we go, we are in the protection. Hallelujah. We have protection because we are right with God. Amen. Praise God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. So we believe His Word. Then don't doubt, don't waver. Amen. And do the communion often. Receive it often by faith. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Now I pray over everyone right now. Hallelujah. I give you thanks for everyone that's joined us. We thank you for them. We pray that today they would be filled with faith, hallelujah, that they'd be stronger than ever, strong in the Lord and the power of your might, hallelujah, taking up the sword, hallelujah, the shield, and keeping the armor of the Lord on at all times. And I thank you, Lord, for a holy boldness on each one. I pray that they'd be more hungry and more thirsty for you than ever before. They desire the Word of God and your Holy Spirit to be led by you. I pray they would desire to be a part of the church, to hear the word, to hear correction, and to grow. Hallelujah. That they would grow spiritually. Hallelujah. Mature in the Lord. Stronger and powerful. Hallelujah. Taking authority in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord, that everything going in their life, that they would be a light and a fire burning bright for you in every circumstance, that no wet blanket to, that could take out their fire, but they would burn for you, hallelujah, in the name of Jesus, and be witnesses of you, of your word, of your goodness and your power, hallelujah, in them, through them. I pray that they'd be so filled, that they would be overflowing, that they would pour out, in the name of Jesus, we give you thanks for each one. Hallelujah. Thank you for touching bodies. Healing and wholeness is theirs. I thank you they take authority with the word of God over their bodies. Hallelujah. Thank you for household salvations. I thank you for your goodness. I thank you for your prosperity in their lives. Blessed to be a blessing. Increase abundance. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Isn't God so good? His presence is here. Hallelujah. He's doing an awesome work. And this year is going to be greater than years before. Hallelujah. Because Jesus Christ is getting His church ready. Hallelujah. But we 
have to be hungry, and we have to be thirsty, and then we will be filled. Hallelujah. Praise God. And we're so thankful that you're a part with us at the River at Ottawa Church. And please connect with us as the body of Christ, as the church. Hallelujah. Even more, we see the times that we're living in. We need to gather together. Hallelujah. Work together. Hallelujah. Be co-laborers together doing the work of the Lord. There is so much word in you. Hallelujah. He wants to get it through you. And you can be a part. You know, connect with us. If you have prayer requests, questions, hallelujah, testimonies, we want you to be a part. And you can also be a part by praying for us and by sharing the service. Go ahead and share uh, on social media, the River at Ottawa Church. People need a church, a Holy Ghost, a Holy Bible and Holy Spirit church, filled church. Amen. And that's as we, as you share, get the word out, help us preach the gospel, help us get lost souls saved in Jesus name. And also you can be a part by your tithes and your offering. Hallelujah. Supporting the work of the Lord. Hallelujah. And getting souls saved as you increase. Hallelujah. Share. Hallelujah. Praise God. We share and we share the gospel. So go ahead and do that. Be a part by praying for us. Be a part by messaging us. And be a part by sharing the word of the Lord, sharing the service, sharing the scriptures and, and the, what the River at Ottawa Church posts uh, every week. Go ahead and share it. Help us get the word of God out. And we always give an altar call. So we want to make sure that everyone that hears the service has an opportunity to get saved, rededicate their hearts. Amen. We're for the harvest. And also your tithes and your offering, giving into the work of God. Amen. The church should be the most prosperous people on this earth. Amen. Because everything belongs to the Lord. The silver, the gold is His. Amen. So praise God. He will make you wise. He'll make you a good steward. And we're blessed to be a blessing. So thank you, all those that are giving, all those that are tithing. Being a part of the River Church, you are part of the church. Amen. So continue to be connected. Hallelujah. And we will, we will have a church building. We will have a facility. Keep your faith in the Word of God. Speak the faith. Speak the Word of the Lord. Hallelujah. And continue to be a part of the services. Praise God. We love you. We thank God for you. We pray for you. Hallelujah. And God is doing awesome work. You know, this is a soul winning church. This is a church part of the harvest. And you know, last year we won so many souls and we thank you for being a big part of that. Hallelujah. That we don't just enter eternity and say, wow, I made it. But we enter eternity saying, praise the Lord. I have fruit here. I have treasures to bring before the King of Kings. Hallelujah. So we're preparing people for eternity, and you can be a part of that. Hallelujah. As you give, as you help us reach more people online, we are able to put out more ads. We are able to pay to get the gospel out further into more homes, into more places. 
Hallelujah. And we're believing for increase this year. The year of increase in the name of Jesus, the supernatural church. Amen. And so we're believing for end time harvest and we're not stopping. The enemy cannot stop us. The Bible says to go into all the world and preach the gospel so we cannot stop preaching the gospel. We're not supposed to just say, I, I can't wait till Jesus comes and he should take me right now. We should say, we got to go after more, more souls. Hallelujah. Is there more loved ones that you, that need to come into the kingdom of God? Well, there's still time. So let's preach the gospel. Be a part as we win souls here at the River at Ottawa Church here in Ottawa, where we're located and across Canada. Amen. We believe that Canada will be saved and that we will be a part of the end time harvest and that you will be a part with us. Praise God. Hallelujah. There's still some time left. So we need to preach the gospel more than ever. We need to get the gospel further than ever. Hallelujah. So be a part of the church. Be a part with us to reach more souls. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And all glory to God. Amen. So we thank you for being a part. Let's say this together, that Canada will be saved. Hallelujah. Let it burn in your spirit. Let's believe God for the souls, the end time harvest, for the harvest of souls, people coming back to the Lord, the backsliders coming back, family members. Hallelujah. Other people's family. Hallelujah. Come into the kingdom of God. Praise God. Let's pray for Canada in Jesus name. Let's pray for souls to be saved. Let's say that Canada will be saved. Let's declare it out of our mouth. Let's speak it by faith. Let it burn in your spirit. Get excited. Hallelujah. To preach the gospel to every person. So let's say it together. Let's say Canada will be saved in Jesus name. Canada will be saved in Jesus name. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Well, we love you. This is the River at Ottawa Church, and we'll see you next Sunday at 10 a.m. Be a part of the church. Be a part. Hallelujah. Praise God.